ever talked succession on this show at all i know we do obviously delve into tv a lot lately and uh, i figured yeah why not succession it's uh was a uh yeah just one of my favorite shows out there and um yeah just def- definitely wanted to chat with you on it this is another one that was covid delayed two years the season between season yep. three and four yeah this was yeah we were waiting a long time for this season yeah i remember um even yeah because yeah 2021 it came out because yeah what what show were we just talking about and we were like what happened and like it feels like uh mandalorian yeah. mandalorian that's right yeah and that must have been I think COVID plus Boba Fett in between, so like got confused. But yeah, 2021 was the last uh, season for for Succession, um, and then and then this when but they announced this season. Uh, we didn't know it was going to be the last uh, until they like put the trailer out there. I think, or even maybe the second trailer for this, we found out this will be the last season, and that was. Uh, news um but i mean how how what how are you are are you one to think a show should go out on top or maybe try it do you think they 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 took the bow a little too soon what do you what are your thoughts on that uh, i'm more on the first i'll take i'll take less episodes for quality anytime yeah um, even when you love the characters i mean uh, i and actually i'll just say i think they ended it right ending it after four i think was was the correct decision um and i think that that i don't know that we needed to go around more i mean we're we're kind of we're heading into a direction where um logan logan was gonna you know the 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 show is called succession so that's the battle and so they just went right to it this season and i think I mean, they could have just walked around it and gave us a lot of compelling TV, but it may not have forwarded the story and got it to its destination in that in the way that it did. What, what do you think? Yeah, no, I agree with that. And yeah, I mean, speaking of Logan, yeah, I mean, you knew inevitably he was going to die this season. I mean, that was that was a given. Um, when he died uh, was shocking, uh, which I think was a good thing. Because if they waited till the last episode, you're like, okay, he's definitely dying here in this last episode. But they they kill him kill him off in season in uh, episode three of yeah. this season, and it's just like kind of comes out of nowhere, and off screen and everything. Like it's just like, um, it was it, shocking in a way, yeah. even though like you know it's coming, and we've kind of been he's, he's in. He had he had that like stroke or whatever he had that event on the beach. Uh, I forget that maybe that was season two, uh, and he's just hasn't been in great health. But there's something interesting. I think even the characters in the show kind of feel the same way as the audience, or at least it gets portrayed to you that you kind of know he's not gonna go. You kind of know he's he's not in great health, but you're also he's such a force of nature that you just think somehow he's just never gonna die. <laughs> you know, right? Exactly. Like he's yeah, he's just like. He's uh, in uh, not in uh, invincible. That's the word I was looking for. Um, you know, it's just yeah, he's invincible. Like he's Superman to his kids, even though they hate him. You know, and he's just yeah, forced to be reckoned with, and there's nothing taking him down. But then you had to kill him off screen like that, and it's just like they don't even show it. You just get but essentially. I, I like how they put you in the shoes of the kids, Kendall, Roy, and Shiv. Like we don't know what's happening on the plane. We're all we're we as the audience are all getting this information from Tom and we just see this like kind of silhouette of someone doing like chest compressions on him. And like, it's, uh, 
it was very interesting how they did that. I, I you know, it wasn't, uh, it, it, again, it was just like, whoa, okay. that, And it made sense, you know, once you thought of it. It's like, well, yeah, you're not going to wait till episodes down the line because then it would just be like, okay, we knew that was going to happen. You know, you got to make it, it made more of an impact, I think, this way. Yeah, I think so too, doing it relatively early. Uh, and just, I mean, since we're talking about it, might as well just talk about a little bit more into that episode. It is total confusion, shock, and then in the background is going on is Connor's wedding. And right. so they're having to excuse themselves, and then they don't know if they want to tell Connor. Um, it's something, I mean, the dialogue and the acting was just, uh, you know, the, the the pacing of everything was so well done. Uh, and Tom, Tom just didn't want to come out or accept that, Look, the guy's dead. Right. And no one really believed it because it just it's 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 like it's not happening kind of a thing. It, it was yeah. a very surreal thing. It wasn't like uh, he's in the hospital and or or he was in some slow decline. He just croaked on the plane. Like, right. Literally. Well, I think even Roman kept saying like, you know, we don't know. We don't know for sure. We don't know he's dead. You know, he kept like saying like, and he kept like it was almost in like denial, like. You know, because no one was there. No, there was no one. There was no authority to just pronounce him dead. Right. So they just kept that like vague thought. um, And then, uh, you know, that he maybe was going to make it or something. And then the reality kind of set in as as it went went on. Yeah. Uh, And then as that's going on, the. these characters show who they are. You know, Shiv is like, should we maybe have the plane circle around while we can form our our strategy? Um, and it just really goes to the heart of what this show is all about, which is these are awful, awful people. Yeah. <laughs> well, even on the plane right away, like Jerry and like uh, Carl and stuff and Frank, like they're all like strategizing and, and Hugo uh, you know, they're all strategizing. Yeah. What to do, what, you know, how, how should we do this? And yeah, even the, even the kids, like, it's like, that's what you're worrying about. You know, that there's a person dying here and we have to worry about the business end of things. And it's just for the kids, it's like, that's, that's what their life is. Their, their, their father's death is a, uh, a business transaction so to speak like we have to handle this on a business uh end of things yeah so that gets to the kind of the core of what the show show is right so would you would you call this a comedy uh dark comedy yeah for sure i laugh a lot on in the show like i uh, I, I don't know about satire. Um, I wouldn't go that far to say it's satire, but yeah, it's definitely, I, I mean, maybe a little satire because yeah, it does poke at the ridiculousness of these families and, you know, these media conglomerates and all that. So yeah, I guess you could go satire. I mean, you got characters like Roman and, uh, uh, Tom and Greg, you know, like it's, <laughs> and, and Tom and Greg are where I get most of my laughs. But, oh, it's, yeah. it's hilarious. And we got, we're going we're to talk about that, but ATN is clearly Fox news. Yeah. Um, Logan Roy's Rupert Murdoch. I mean, both, uh, media empire are, um, large corporate, conglomerate owners uh, both not from the united states because i think right. logan was from scotland i believe um yeah by the way um uh brian cox um 
his he has like the he has the lightest Scottish accent, mm-hmm. and his his speak to me his his speaking voice is almost music with the, the way he talks the way he so he's very proper. Uh, and yeah. it, just watching Brian Cox on screen is it's just such a delight. Yeah, he's he's definitely mesmerizing, uh, just like Hopkins is. And yeah, and even you know that light Scottish accent. I mean, it's a you know just a tiny tidbit, but yeah, they even say in the show like how he moved to Canada or whatever when he was like five or six. So it, like it makes sense that he has that. But yeah, even watching interviews with him and stuff, like I'm just compelled by. Uh, everything he's saying, it's just so yeah, soothing. <laughs> yeah, he to me, he's the he's the best of the show. Do you have a a, a better character or performance other than Brian Cox? I mean, um, there's, if you're there's talking, more laughs, but... right? Yeah, there, there's last. Yeah, he's the best actor on the show. Uh, I would, I'll, 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 yes, a hundred percent. Uh, I wouldn't say necessarily he's my favorite character, but he is the best yeah. actor on the show. Uh, close second is Jeremy Strong uh, as yeah. Kendall. I would I would say, um, but but yeah. Uh, how about you? I might give um, for act act. Well, it's Brian Cox for acting, and I think character as well. Um, yeah, I I might give. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about this later. I think, but Sarah Snook to me, um, there's on so many levels she's so good because she can she half convinces you. I mean, I just talk about it now. She half convinces you that Shiv is a good person through a lot mm-hmm. of the series. Yep. When her actions are completely disagree with kind of the the portrayal that that the, both the character the actor is showing you the way the character thinks that she herself is a good person, kind of a thing. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she the character thinks she's a good person and tries to convey that to other people, but then you yes. see how she talks to and treats Tom. And, you know, in, yeah, then her actions, you know, it's just like, ew. Oh, but yeah, I mean, that speaks to Sarah Snook's acting is, yeah, that it's believable. It's like, you're like, oh, wait, I guess maybe I'm rooting for her. Yeah. Is, um, she, the, is, she, the good, is she the good one of the siblings? It, no, she's not yeah. any better than either. But and the other thing, too, is her reactions, facial expressions, uh, just her just physical the way she just contorts her face and her body language yeah. she she nails everything um so yeah she would be my my runner up uh, performer i actually i mean out of um the th- i mean i say the three kids there's obviously four but out of the three who um <laughs> are the main kids outside of connor he's the eldest boy does he uh, not count as a child you're, just, you're <laughs> treating him like the rest of the family i am i am as as he should he you know he, he's not a full uh kendall shiv or roman but out of the three uh kendall shiv and roman i think roman actually might be he doesn't fully show it but he might be the most he has the biggest conscience and i mean towards the end anyway it seemed that way like he he has a conscience and he he understands morals and all that as weird as that sounds and what that character does i think he is almost a good guy compared to kendall and shiv even though on the outside it doesn't appear that way it seems like he might be the worst if that makes sense, because um, yes. he has the most heart, maybe is what I'm trying to say, or um, I don't know. It, yeah, it, it was coming through toward in this last season to, to me. 
In fact, I love I love the direction of this conversation because we're not even talking plot barely. We're just talking character. Well, is, and that's what the show that to me is what the show is about is the characters. I mean, this, it's I love this. It, it, this is the thing that we bang on so much, character, 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 uh and the plot is almost always secondary. And so, yes, and I'm I'm loving this cuz yeah, we don't need to go episode by episode by plot right. point by plot because it doesn't really matter what you what you really have to is the characters. I think I would agree on Roman What's interesting is because just Connor for a moment, and they all have this, the level of delusion that they have, yes. their sense of themselves and reality is, you know, stratospherically high. It's ridiculous. Roman, I think, and then especially, yes, at the end, he Roman took to heart what Logan said to them earlier at the karaoke bar, which is you're not serious people. He and He's like... No, we're not. We're not, we're not yeah. serious people. But he's the only one that understood that. Um, so I think yes. I don't know if it's conscience, but at least he's the most self-aware. And there's been a lot of hints and never in only little lines. Something severely happened. He has the most uh, emotional damage from his childhood. Absolutely, um, you'd get little bits of uh, the way he was picked on and stuff like that. He's he's clearly unhinged and he's broken in a way and then we see you know the weird the sex stuff um and impotence is one thing but then the things that he gets off on so there's there's some there's something more than just impotence there it's it's uh it's a completely something was something was scrambled in his brain yeah uh, that he just couldn't quite get a hold of i guess that's yeah kind of what i'm trying to say about him is he he he's not kidding himself he knows who he is he (laughs) knows you know, whereas again, we said Shiv, you know, pretends to be this uh, lefty, cares about the people type person. And Kendall tries to act like he's this corporate, you know, he's capable of handing this, handling this corporate world and is a deal maker and, and all this. Whereas Roman, I mean, yeah, he pretends a little, you know, he's, a, you know, a good salesman, I guess, but I, I think he doesn't pretend to be something he's really not. No. So I, I guess that's kind of what I, what I'm really meaning. He's, um, he's, yeah. a, he's very immature. They all have this toddler reaction. I mean, we saw when he went through that firing spree and it, anyone who disagreed with it, yeah. I mean, it's not, not, not smart. Um, I, I agreed with him in that first one. I forget who it was. It was, it was the one the right before head. Jerry. Yeah, because it was like she wasn't respecting him. Like, okay, yeah, you're not really the CEO. And like for me, that made sense for him to be like, you're, it was, you know, a temper tantrum in a way. But at the same time, like it was like, you're not going to respect me. Well, watch this. You know, I yeah. am the boss. You do have to listen to me. I, um, I think at that point you got to just swallow your pride, walk out the room, and then form your plan. Um, yeah, and, no, I agree. Yeah, again, yeah. it was a te- it was a temper tantrum, but, but he was being disrespected and challenged. Yes, and not exactly. To, yeah. So yeah, I think experience would have taught him yeah to handle it maybe a little different. Um, because Logan would have Logan would have smiled, walked out the room, and found a way to c- cut her off and ruin her life. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's that's what you have to do. You have to be cunning and and just you know hold your tongue and just okay, okay, just smile and nod and then and then do your scheming. Uh, but yeah, the the Jerry firing that was total. Just like, dude, 
come on like <laughs> don't be ridiculous especially the that the, the the sort of level of blackmail and leverage that she has uh-huh. on him. i mean Absolutely. creepy creepy um, yeah jerry was the the character jerry was also a great character all of them everyone i mean you go down the list there's about i don't know 15 people in this show that you feel like you know pretty well yeah no yeah yeah i mean there's again this this show i think the characters are what keep you around because there's a lot of times where they're talking about stuff that's going on that's kind of the plot and has to do with their business and i'm just like i have no idea what they're talking about they're just going and it's like they're having the same argument like yeah they just had two episodes ago right yeah and i'm just like (laughs) i still have no idea what this means but i I stay for the characters um it is interesting what they did with shiv because you said that she was um she's kind of she's lefty political and she hates atn kind of hates the company really yeah um, doesn't want to have anything to do with it unless she has a chance at running it. Then, then, well, I'm uh, clearly I should be boss, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, but, obviously. But the show also has a point of view. The show has a, I think we, we, I think we both agree a, a left point of view. Um, and so you might think that she might be the natural hero, but but she wasn't. The show kind of has that integrity there to show that you no, know, she's just kind of shitty too. Um, yeah, I I liked that they did that. They didn't totally push an agenda or something, and um you know and make it so obvious you know that they're that they're going for again a a certain agenda it's basically you know once 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 logan's gone that was that was the head cut off like these kids don't have what logan has no this this is the godfather yeah this is and any number of shakespeare plays i've never read um, and I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure I'm sure some of our uh, actors we all, we all get the gist can... of it but <laughs> um, I've heard King Lear but I'm not going to pretend that I know King Lear but if I <laughs> maybe if I was an actor I might have done it on a stage and I understand the story but um, uh, but anyways it's 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 a story as ages as old as old as time which is or well, at least this the spin on it which is much like the Godfather which is you have a king uh, and none of his children are worthy of him. Mm-hmm. to hold the crown uh, yeah. and that's certainly the case here yeah yeah there was no uh michael corleone in this case you know there was no no one that could you know that everyone or thought step up it, to be that yeah thing. No, everyone thought it would be sunny in the godfather but he yeah. he was too hot-headed you know couldn't couldn't happen but there even was, michael wasn't he he didn't have it all right he didn't he, he, he had couldn't the keep his cool like Vito yeah. did you know he he you know he he like you said l- l- um Roman fired her and you know out of a temper tantrum whereas Logan would have you know just let her say what she said and walked away and would have done that like that's what Vito would have done yes exactly so either, Michael would have yeah, killed you or whatever yeah or something yeah that's one thing I was predicting um that I wish would have happened I was predicting the end scene of this uh show to be something like Godfather 2 like a flashback how Godfather 2, they have a birthday party for Vito, and it's like the, you know, uh, everyone together again and having dinner and celebrating Vito's birthday. And that's when they find out Michael's going to, he enlisted in the army and stuff. Like I was picturing a scene like that as the ending of Succession. Um, you know, it, you know, I mean, everything could have happened like it did too, but. Logan flashback companion. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Damn it. You know now. (laughs) God damn it. Even though it would have been a total ripoff, I might have just taken a whole season of that. (laughs) We just saw the 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 rise of young Logan, and then the first wife that we never hear of. 
No, I'm I'm talking about. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I mean that would have been cool too. But I'm saying the last scene of Godfather Two is with Michael they, in the room by himself. Yeah, Michael. Okay. I mean, eventually he's in the room by himself when they all greet Vito at the door because Marlon Brando didn't show up, so he's off screen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I thought the last scene of Succession was going to be them all together one last time. We see them all on uh, screen. Yeah. We see Brian Cox again, and you know, but we did get it in some form with Brian Cox in that video they showed in the last episode. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and you got to see. Logan as like a real person, you know, like a yeah. Re- <laughs> I, I like that idea better than my total ripoff, do a whole season idea. Yeah, yeah I miss yeah. really. Yeah, the, no, no, you, no. I you would have liked yeah. just a little bit, a little tip of a cap because this is this. It's the same story in a lot of ways. Right. Um, yeah, just kind of drawn out uh, further and just a little different. Um, yeah, that would, it is just funny. That it's it's such a compelling. There's no wonder why they tell the story so often because it's it's just compelling. Um, yeah, hundred percent. When you learn, everyone has their own strengths and weaknesses. Um, and I mean, Logan certainly had his, but he was able to do it. He knew how to he he knew how to conduct himself. He knew how to run an empire. And what was interesting about him, I'm not going to say he never lied to anyone, um, but the children and everyone underneath Logan, they're all schemers constantly. Mm-hmm. Grasping for an angle, fighting for power. Logan, in a way, he never really he manipulated and he reserved the right to change his mind. But I think when he said something to his kids, it was true for that moment, at yeah. least. Yeah. For, when he for said that sh- moment, he yeah. believed it to be true and he meant it. But, when he brings Shiv yeah. in, he's bringing her in. But you know, Shiv, if uh, if you fuck up or I like a better move, you're out. Kind of a thing. And right. So I think he gave kind of gave everybody a fair chance. I mean, I'm not trying to. He's clearly a, a monster and terrifying human being, but I don't think he he enjoyed the he enjoyed the kids competing for or against one another. Um, but I think he he was fairly straight, I guess, compared to the rest of them. Yeah, I think yeah yeah it, it was all about control to him too. Like mm-hmm. if he were to give away the company and retire, like he no longer really has control of his kids anymore, uh, yeah. so to speak. You know, I he think doesn't have that's, a purpose. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and that's kind of what Kendall was facing at the end. Like he was kind of turning into his dad, and you know, if he doesn't have this company, he has he has no purpose. Uh, yeah, because they're all billionaires, but you know, they they don't have a purpose. Can't start a new company. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's that's such a great point because at their level. They're not arguing about money. I mean, they're right. They're 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 negotiating for numbers, but sure. none of very little of their motivation has anything to do with securing dollars for themselves. Well, that's funny you say that because yeah, I mean, the first episode when they outbid Logan, first episode of season four when they outbid Logan for that Pierce company, P- yeah. PGN or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like he basically says, you know, congratulations on saying the highest number, you know, <laughs> like, and that's what all this is to them. Like it's just, it's just numbers, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's and th- that is what they did. They said the highest number and he's like, yeah. okay, you, that's good, a great yeah, line. King. like not good job on negotiating skills and all that. Like he's, he knows when to quit. Like, you know, okay, he 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 could have said a high, you know, higher number after that, but he didn't. They, like, yeah, they way overbid it. Like he has experience; he's not gonna just like keep going and going and going. Like he's just like, all right, whatever. They they can win this round. You said the highest number. Good job. Yeah. So <laughs> and and that's that. 
that's the one thing that at least for Connor, he's like he's completely delusional about everything in his life. But he's at least he's like, yeah, I'm just a rich guy, right? And yeah, I, I'm I'm good with just being a rich guy. And at yeah. some level, I kind of respect it. If you want to go blow a hundred million on your presidential campaign vanity project, because you're not you're not harming anyone, you know? It's yeah. Like, Exactly. Yeah. He's not, you know, really scheming or anything like and he wants to have a good relationship with his family and, you know, wants to stay out of the drama and all that. Like and and I got to say, you know, along those lines, just the, the casting in the show is perfect. I mean, just uh, Alan Rock as as Connor. I mean, obviously, after four seasons, you just get used to someone. But like, I don't know, like it just it fits so well. And he's very likable. My negative is, and I think part of the reason why I was kind of glad this ended on season four was I was kind of growing tired of these characters. They're all just shit. And I was just like, just do just do it. Kill them all. I don't care. Something's got to happen here kind of a thing. Because there, there's, there's really not that much redeeming about any of them. Yeah. And so let's just move on. Did, did you feel fatigue? Um, from their just general not good, being good people, or, or is yeah, that just, certain uh, for a certain amount? Um, Kendall got frustrating at times just throughout the series, even though I I, I empathized and I sympathized and uh, you know enjoyed his character and just loved Jeremy Strong's performance. But there were times when it's like, oh my god, okay, we get it. You're so <laughs> yeah. sad, and you know, you're yeah. you're, you're Oh, she's got another plan. <laughs> oh yeah, that that kind you know, of stuff too. Yeah. So yeah, if it were to go on five, six seasons, then yeah, I could see see it being like, oh my god, <laughs> you know, type of thing. But um, I'd be begging but, for the for a nuke to just blow. Yeah, right <laughs> but but no, it wasn't terrible to me. Um. Uh, yeah, where it ended and stuff. Like, I, I think I, again, even it, Roman grew on me. Like, I think I, I very much. I, again, I enjoyed Kieran Culkin's performance, but oh, yeah. I, I, Roman, I, I just couldn't stand him. Like, I was just like, this guy's a douche. Like, he's this like slithery, um, like weaselly kind of. Especially at the beginning, he's kind of creepy almost in the way mm-hmm. he, he's he's very. He was so socially awkward and vulgar i mean that never quite went away but it he he, he tempered it a little bit I yeah think, as it went along yeah so i think by season four like i finally was on almost on roman's side you know and you saw more human in him um but yeah no i i, I totally see what you're saying about that yeah getting fatigued with the characters a hundred percent I don't like I don't like stands like like people who stand certain characters and they yeah. get on team Roman or team whatever. You see this a lot, particularly in Game of Thrones. Uh, this comes up a lot. Uh, we saw this with Cersei or even House of the Dragon. There's like team red, team black kind of thing. It, that's one one good thing. The, even though it like kind of wore on me, I'm glad it's very difficult to be a stand for any of these characters. Yeah, hundred <laughs> so percent. Appreciated that. Was that what I mean? That being said, though, was there someone you were particularly rooting for ever? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I mean, I I, it I, seems I, like. Go I, ahead. No, I I just I struggled with all of them because. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So what do you? Were there no, I was just you? gonna say it seemed like the show, you know, or the showrunners were 
trying to make it seem like Kendall was the main character and that's who we should be rooting for. That's what it seemed like they were trying to push, kind of. Um, Because they set the table at the beginning with Kendall as company man, natural firstborn or first 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 real son yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, i'm the eldest boy um he would be the he would be the natural successor and so he's seen as competent and i think i think it's borne out throughout the show um if you were to pick someone on paper it would be him which is how it kind of played out well or at least until the end um and then and then shiv is seen as maybe kind of a liberal with a conscience, uh, going to reform, change the system. And then as we mentioned, Roman's just kind of this fuck off, uh, or just really just a strange, yeah. uh, wild card <laughs> kind of thing. And then Connor's just whatever. Um, and so I think, I think the initial might've been, you're maybe rooting, you're rooting Shiv or Kendall, one of the two. It just depends yeah. where, where you come on. Um, yeah, I think when they brought Shiv in, like Logan kind of brought her in. And uh, yeah, I think it was meant to be like, oh man, you, you, we're rooting for her now. And then Logan's like, nah, no, nah, I'm not giving it to you now. Like, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> it's like, funny because I think we naturally think that female characters are, are because they're women, they're going to be maybe a little more complicated but than the men. Right. Uh, uh, but in a way, she's not. She's just, she, she's jealous. She has sibling rivalry. She she thinks she's smarter and better than everyone. And she can't stand her older brother getting anything that she can't. In a lot of the, a lot of ways, it's just as simple as that. And in many ways, maybe her her liberal leaning was just a reaction to her family of, of, of just being like, no, screw you. I'm, I'm this person. I'm not like you. Although, Hey, if you uh, want me to run the thing, uh, just <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll sure. I'll do it. it. Yeah. yeah. She's got that competitiveness yeah. that, yeah, the rest of them have, like she, she, she has the Roy blood, you mm-hmm. know, she's, <laughs> she no thinks different. she should be in charge no matter yeah. of, of uh, well, no matter what it is. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, and then, you know, she marries, uh, quite the brown noser in, uh, Tom Wamsgans, Wamsgans, however you pronounce it. Thomas, uh, I was saying earlier about the casting, Matthew McFadden, McFadden, Matthew McFadden, uh, is just brilliant. Like he's these two are the perfect pair, right? Yeah. Well, it's funny. Yeah. He has like a heavy British accent and uh, Sarah Snook is, I think, Australian and, they both yeah are playing 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 Americans. Fun fact, yeah, if you if well. you don't know that already uh, yeah. already, but but Tom, I mean, it's uh, he's one person that yes, he is conniving, he schemes as well, but he's just mainly a kiss ass. He'll do you know kiss anyone's ass he has to to get on top, which is just normal for the business world. He wants um, money. Yeah, and he, he will, will do anything and take anything to get money. He his I think he, they had this conversation. He just likes the fancy things, basically. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. He likes. Do, he wants to live in luxury. Yeah. Do Do you think Do you think Tom's a bad person? Uh, yeah, oh, hundred percent. Yeah. No, I, I don't think person. he has a conscience. Oh, uh, I think he yeah. just. I I really I don't see. This is where I, I land. I don't I don't see anyone here as anything other than just kind of a shit do it do anything to whether it's whether it's wealth whether it's power whether it's 
uh, uh, sibling rivalry till till death. They all have really deep flaws that uh, they really don't care. At the end of the day, they don't care about anyone else but themselves and that personal flaw, that goal that they have for themselves. Yeah. The, the the thing with that, I I do think Tom actually did love Shiv, and I think, which you know doesn't make a someone a good person just because they love their wife. You know, you gotta <laughs> yeah, you gotta do more. You gotta do more like, than that. Base level. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, but I would agree. I mean, at least that's something. Yeah, he loved his wife. Yeah, and but he also knew what he was getting into, you know. That's that's true too, and that yeah. that argument they have in this season on the uh, the balcony, you know, and that's basically, great. yeah, that's some first of all amazing acting, and just but yeah, just saying some of the most hurtful things, you know, you can say to someone, um, both of them, you know, and you know he, uh, you know, kind of basically, you know, said he, he chase, you know, he's always chasing after the money type thing i forget exactly you know how the conversation uh you know i obviously know how it went but i forget the specifics that were said it, but he did say i know you, you would not be a good mother and you know yeah and then that was just like whoa okay and i think i don't know if this was when she said like you were the one after the one like it's like wow that is like another one of the worst things you could say to your mate like are you kidding me like they were just like they they just it was just they were at a breaking point then what's interesting is there she wants she was she wanted a doormat she settled for a doormat so she can yep do whatever she wanted but they also have this uh, I, I don't have the i wish i could kind of go back to explain their sexual chemistry. It's very weird. There's mm-hmm. the, uh, I wish I can't remember the dialogue, um, but that, that part where they're kind of just like screw after they've already broken up, but then they're screwing again, that weird dynamic that they have. I don't know what it's almost like. He's, he, he's like pretending to, he's like play, he's role playing to insult her, but then, she gives it back and so this like they they're almost degrading each other and it turns each other on kind of a thing yeah it's almost kind of even the way roman gets off on things Mm -hmm. like it's like the the yeah the degrading type stuff um yeah it's 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 weird it's it's a it's it's a little weird (laughs) it's like you Um, think she should be totally done with him and then he kind of gets a little forceful with her it's it it does seem seem forced that he's doing it but then all of a sudden her face is like mm, okay yeah <laughs> i know like, like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> back to what you said about uh she wanted a doormat i mean i essentially think she saw in tom what lucas mattson sees in tom mm-hmm. is being that doormat and being that what tom calls a pain sponge <laughs> And I think he's basically testing Tom when they he says, you know, pitch pitch yourself to me in that final episode, like and he like says how he wants to bang Shiv and stuff. And Tom doesn't even doesn't react, doesn't say anything back to him, and he real I think that's when he realizes then, like, okay, I can this guy will do anything I say, he will you know yeah, he will he will be my 
pain sponge. He he will. I can do if anything goes anything. wrong. He will yeah. take. Yeah, yeah. Yep, exactly. So yeah, I think that's, and yeah, that's that's what Tom is. But I think that's what's coming from non money is. You know, <laughs> I say non money. He probably was still very uh, well off. I think they at one point they say his mom's a lawyer. Uh, yeah, but and, not <laughs> not. I mean, maybe upper middle class, but nothing yeah. approaching this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Nothing billionaire uh, level. So, and that's interesting because I, th- I think Matt Matson used Shiv. I would. That's my. I don't think he was ever considering her. I think he was. He was using the information that she was giving him so that he could dump her later. Because, rightly so, she cannot be trusted. Yeah. No. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, none of these Roys can be trusted. They are. Yeah, they 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 can't be trusted. Well, I mean, again, back to the the last episode. I think another dr- almost um, yeah, he might have already had his mind made up that Shiv wasn't the person. But I think he, another you know kind of nail in the coffin was seeing that graphic of her um, in that magazine, her pulling the strings or whatever. Like yeah, her, yeah, he's her puppet. Mm-hmm. But he wanted it to be the other way around. He wa- so now he's Tom's puppet essentially. He wa- Tom's the puppet. Yeah. Um. So I think that's kind of what drove him to his final decision there. Well, how can I mean? How can he trust her if she's willing to just break with her family for whatever? You know, I think he saw through it. Um, yeah. And, and then as the narrative changed, yeah, I think that may- maybe played a role as well. Yeah, because he knows as long as Tom is b- below me, you know, which he will always be because I own this company, uh, I have nothing to worry about with him because he will do anything to stay at the top. Like, Well, he's Tom not deserves gonna... credit, though. Yeah. In a lot of ways, he earned it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he was willing to go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. he was there. Yeah, that was the whole, the whole last season was him like, just like, so am I going to jail? Like, but, uh, you know, and making sure with Logan, like, uh, we're good, right? <laughs> he he ended up earning Logan's respect. There was that uh, the scene where he, what did he pull? He, he pulled the chicken tender off of Logan's plate and ate it. <laughs> yeah. And there was something else. I forget what episode it was, but Logan said something, something along the lines of, Something along like Tom, when I was sick, Tom, you were the only one who was there for me, or something like that. I remember yeah. that line. Um, and then we don't, I, I'm not clear on timelines from when like season three ended to where we are at season four when Tom is kind of at, at ATN and doing his job. I don't know if it's weeks or months, right? Or, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not sure. sure. Yeah, but for I think we, it's a few months, a few yeah, months. Least, yeah. he, he seems to be doing well in at his job, right? And so if he's the head of you know, they're equivalent of Fox News, which is probably, which is, I think, the big money maker for the company. Um, after they got rid of, uh, I forget who's the lady's name that, who was actually at the top. But if, if you're in that position, then it is, it's not a bad play. He didn't completely screw up. And maybe Logan might have picked Tom. I mean, who knows? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Well, especially, I mean, the, there's there's many layers because Shift's pregnant. So, I mean, it's still a Roy can be the successor to Tom now. Like, right, you yeah. know, it's like, so it's still kind of in the Roy family. Um, what did you but, think of her drinking alcohol? 
Because this was a weird, this was a strange, as, a, I, as someone who has a wife who's nearly six months pregnant, this right. is like very much in my mind. Um, they did this weird thing with her and her pregnancy. Like she, they just like, and the show that does lots of these things, you're like a glimpse, she's pregnant. And then was she seeing a doctor, but then she's drinking. So did she abort it? And then like two weeks or two episodes later, she'll confirm the pregnancy, but then still drink. It's like, what are you doing I, here? Yeah. I mean, the thing with that, I, I mean, when she t- told Tom, I think the next episode, then she takes like a sip of champagne. And that was and, it. Yeah, yeah, okay. and I think that's just her way of, you know, still, like, saying, like, oh, you know, am I pregnant? I don't know. You know, kind of messing with him still. Because, I mean, the, I, doctors even say, like, a glass of wine. You can have, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can have a glass of wine, like, a week or something, like, if you wanted, like, it's... But, but you don't you know. see, like, you're not there in real life to see the sip. So Right, yeah. When you're watching a show, you're like, how many? Is this the first? That she can mm-hmm. finish it. I don't, maybe it's just too much on my on my mind now. But well, yeah. I mean, yeah. When you have a pregnant wife, that's gonna be <laughs> something you're you're thinking about. But yeah, I think I think it was her way to just mess with him. What, uh, what I mean, I, first of all, so I mean, Tom is probably my favorite character in the show. Even though I, I, I asked you if he was a good person, he probably isn't. But I think he is my favorite character in the show, and I'm glad he ended up on top. Yeah, I guess and, if uh, there is one person to root for, I think it's Tom. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, he he gets shat on by the whole family and essentially. Then he, yeah, and <laughs> he swallows the shit and then shits it on the Greg. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't want someone else gregging for me. I want you. <laughs> I got all my. I got all these greglets. <laughs> <laughs> greglets. These. This is a. This is a hilarious duo. Really, for this for the entirety of the, of the season, um, and it, it's just so funny. And, and like even Greg, you know, just being boyish and awkward doesn't make you good. He is. He would sell anyone out. He's constantly trying to negotiate for a position for money. It's so hilarious. It's it's so like transparently pathetic. And but Greg gets shat on by everyone. But I don't think Greg to me is not a good person at all. Again, just no, being yeah. being awkward doesn't make you a good person. <laughs> right, a hundred percent. And but I think that's essentially in the end what. Uh, why him and Tom get along so well is because Tom sees himself in Greg, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's who he was. He's a striver. And he is. Yeah. He's a striver. He'll do, you know, what he's got to do. Like he understands why Greg had to call uh, Kendall to let them know that, Oh, Lucas is looking at someone else other than Shiv, you know? And, uh, and that was brilliant of Greg to pull up the translating app, you know, while, while they're talking in, <laughs> they're totally unsuspecting that he's going to do anything. Right. They don't think anything of him. Right. Andrew, yeah. 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 Definitely not. Yeah. Cause like we're speaking, we're speaking Swedish. This is code for us. There's yeah. no way anyone could ever know what we're saying. This is like bumbling <laughs> beanstalk over here. He's what's he going to do? Exactly. What'd you think of, uh, Lucas Madsen as a character and and Alexander Skarsgård playing him. <laughs> oh man, just another wrinkle in, into the story. <laughs> and so I, he's just eccentric, creepo billionaire kind of thing. Um, yeah, I thought the performance was great, uh, and the way he he was scary in his own way. I guess a different version of Logan Roy. He wasn't screaming "fuck off" at anyone. But right. he was able to, I think, intimidate and um, 
kind of mess with everyone in his own awkward autistic maybe that just to use that as yeah. a, I don't mean it as a diagnosis but just because uh, I think he he was sort of intimating it that he, he's like doesn't know how to socialize he would just blurt things out that kind of a thing that kind of right because I think he's essentially a brainiac and like he's like a co- you know does, doesn't he do like code and stuff like and that's how he made his money like yeah Although they they question whether or not he actually knew how to do that or not. Oh but, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, but I think he's socially <laughs> different. Yeah, yeah. And so I think it was well performed, well done. It presented a very unique challenge to our, our regular cast of characters to try to meet and then do that with their, their negotiating ploy for him. And then, because of course, oh, we're gonna sell, and we're not gonna sell. We gotta tank it, but we gotta get the level up, and we gotta get, or we gotta get the the bid up so high. Is all this like all these yeah. moving, constantly moving parts, um, which keeps you engaged. And then uh, again, maybe a negative because you anything can at, when you do that so much though, it feels like at any point, any like literally anything can happen. So the writers, the writers have been just bounce. The writers bounce you around so much that they can just bounce you anyway, and they'll right. just be like, oh. All right, then we're like kind of logic dies, I guess, sometimes. Sure, yeah. yeah. Well, in even last season, you know, he talks to Logan and holds his own with Logan. He doesn't suck up to Logan, so that right, automatically, yeah. like you were saying, like puts him at a, almost like a scary level. Like you are kind of like, okay, he's not scared of Logan, so if you're not scared of Logan, then <laughs> I'm kind of scared of you, you know, type of thing. Uh, some of the great uh, performances uh, of the season, uh, again, Kieran Culkin, when he kind of tells off Lucas on that top of the mountain, that scene, um, that was just uh, awesome. Like that was that I think that was my turning point with Roman where I was just like, yes, thank you. Like he was I forget exactly what he said and all that. But I just remember the feeling I had when he was kind of and he was it, hurting. Yeah, yeah, like he was hurting and the way yeah. he was talking about his dad and stuff and then he was just like no, all right. This is this is what's happening. This is this, you know, all that. And and I love how he's doing it and doesn't care that uh Lucas is taking a piss, you know, while he he just goes up there sits right next to him while he's taking a piss and and you know, tells him off and I just loved that. I thought that was brilliant. He was um, like kind of at the end of his emotional rope because when they were going up on the uh switchback or the chair or whatever you call that uh the gondola i don't know what what the right word is yeah gondola. he started freaking out which we then saw that was one uh isn't it kieran uh, roman has he's very his relationship with his father is there's something really deep and and hard on him because he he would he would just randomly break down the other kids I, I, it's hard to describe they almost took it as they almost took it in a selfish way which is to say like they were th- they were consciously thinking about how it was affecting them and then how would they how they would present themselves to others roman w- became very bare he yeah. was just an open wound uh and, and that that was interesting to see from the character well yeah he, yeah cuz that's kind of what he was saying too like you couldn't even give us 48 hours our dad just died or or 24 hours even i think he said like you had to meet with us like i think that was kind of the gist of of what he was telling him off about too was just like you couldn't give us 24 hours our dad just died you know all all you know that whole spiel it was yeah just and then like, they have to fly you know yeah. over to europe and mm-hmm. do go to this weird like just strange place like a retreat almost up in the mountains kind of a thing uh and 
yeah, he 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 broke there. He I mean he broke quite he he broke a few times, uh, especially in this last season. But yeah, yeah, that that was that was incredible. Absolutely. They thought they killed the deal, but then he upped it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then it was uh, like 192 a share and 50%. That was business talk that I didn't understand, but I was like, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, that sounds nice. Question, did did, did Madsen bang Shiv at any point? Um, I don't think so. I think, yeah, we were meant to maybe think they did, but I I don't. I don't think so, cause no, she I, I, she'd do it, and I think he'd do it. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. Um, I but uh, but uh, I, but we again, don't know. It's just no, we're, we're, we don't know. My my opinion is no, um, because I think I think he would have said that to Tom. In that conversation, like <laughs> he, he might said, have just done just to see. That would have yeah. been the extra like cherry on the right. Yeah, <laughs> the and he, yeah, you know, I want to bang her, and I already did. I did. You know, like it's it seems like and Tom I, would I mean, have taken I it. I but I don't know. What do you think? Do you think? I probably think after you had said he, he probably would have said it. I would have said I. I was leaning yes until you said that, so mm-hmm. I'll lean no. But it's still mm-hmm. a maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, nothing's nothing's a hundred percent. But uh, yeah, let's let's talk Kendall and and Jeremy uh, Jeremy Strong. Yeah, Jeremy Strong. <laughs> um, so where, Kendall, yeah. where where Shiv I think is a is a quote unquote good liberal. Uh, Kendall Kendall is like performative liberal, right? Because there yeah. was that there was that whole he's like we're gonna what did he say we're gonna smash the patriarchy <laughs> whatever the shit was and right. Yeah. So you like see <laughs> everything he does is performative. I think he named didn't he name his kid Iverson or something? And he he he, he fancies himself like as into like the cool the cool music. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. The first yeah the first scene we see him in season one episode one is him yeah yeah rapping to hip hop and you know and he's such all, a poser. Yeah, in 100%. a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but I mean, you could see his 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 lefty views a little bit more this season, just because of all the stuff that was happened to his daughter, who apparently I think is adopted, which I think they finally addressed in uh, this last episode. And she's uh, something you know, doesn't quite a, add up there. <laughs> yeah, like she's a <laughs> she person of color. Like she's you know. Uh, so I think that made him want to that Jimenez to win the election and all that. But yeah, no, he's a hundred percent opposer. And, um, uh, you know, cause he, he's introduced in the first season as a recovering alcoholic. He, his dad says he was in the loony bin or something. And Kendall was like, uh, rehab <laughs> in the loony bin. Um, so, uh, and then, yeah, and he has a lot of demons. That's for sure. A lot of demons. Um, of course, who, it's, we don't see the wife and the kids very much, you know. T- if you're to total up the screen time for all of them, it's not a it's not a lot. Um, and so, but what is interesting is that he was groomed for the role, and I think he said, and maybe it was the last episode or second to last episode, that Dad told me when I was seven years old that I'm basically I'm going to inherit the throne, kind right. of thing. And so he 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 had that in his mind always. I don't know that they went through his entire bio, but I would assume he went to private schools. I assume he went to like a Harvard business school. I assume he, 
it seems like he worked for the company for a long time. Yeah. He was in the company, was around, which is why, like, when Roman pops in for, you know, a couple of months, he's like, yeah, I could do it. Or when Shiv comes back and is, like, you know, entertaining the thought of maybe being in touch with the company, it's like, no, nah, I mean, at, at least you could say Kendall put in the work. Yeah. And on, he, pa- he, on paper, Kendall made the most sense out of the three of them. Yeah. But even beyond, just experience wise, if you were to look at a resume, yeah, well, yeah on paper, yeah. But I, but I think he genuinely does know, he knows business. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not to do like stepbrothers, you know, doing the work <laughs> of whatever, of making the stuff. But like, right. he really does know how the sausage is made, I think. I think, you know, yeah. he, he knows the inner workings. He knows. He knows how a company works. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just his execution is (laughs) (laughs) questionable. (laughs) And his personal demons um, are really not just, he is a psychopath. Yeah. He's a, he's a liability. He's yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, and then he gets even more demons after the first season. Cause yeah, I mean, the first season ends with him, well, he falls off the off the wagon in the first season, and then he ends up killing a kid. Or he doesn't really kill the kid, but he's involved in the death of the waiter at Shiv's wedding. It leaves so that, the scene. And leaves the scene, and then the, that season ends with Logan covering it up and basically saying, because I think he was set to, like, kind of take over, and he had enough votes and stuff, but, like, then Logan was like, yep, I own you, and, like, gives him a hug, says, you're my number one boy. You're my number one boy, giving him a hug. And then and that's when Logan owns him. So season two is basically him sucking up to Logan the whole time. It's cringy. And then season two ends with uh, someone has to take the fall for the death of someone on a cruise ship um, and one of their cruises. And they finally decide to, it to be Kendall. But Kendall's not a killer. You have to be a killer. So Kendall's going to go to a press conference and and say everything. And he goes to the press conference. And my dad is a malignant presence in this company. And totally. And then you get that smile from Logan a little bit. Like they show the last scene. Like it, It's like he totally threw his dad out of the bus. And Logan smiles. Like <laughs> I love that. And then the third season ends with Tom... Uh, uh, backstabbing all three of them. Um, but yeah, during all this, the third se- season ends with him essentially finally admits to Roman and Shiv about the boy at Shiv's wedding. And so that's essentially what's been weighing on him throughout season two and season three. And then he um, denies it at the end. Yep. And then he <laughs> denies it. He denies it. It's just like, dude. And it's all just, yeah, just to get on top, just to, again, scheme again. And, and you know, just, uh, and then that just makes him even more untrustworthy is him saying that. And that just solidifies, I think, Shiv's vote in, in the end to me. Um, well, because he's but, totally, he's full of shit. Always. Yeah. yeah. He's always full of shit. He's bullshitting everyone. But what's interesting is that he's he's both very weak and very strong. Yeah. D- depending on the situation. I mean, he stepped up on that funeral and delivered yes. an amazing eulogy when no one when it was a total shit show after and I don't blame uh Roman for his breakdown, but there was there was nothing lined up. Yeah. Really. And we had Yo. the we had a, a James Cromwell character um, who kind of gave the 
it wasn't a bad. It was totally bad, but it wasn't positive. Yeah, it wasn't like this. You know, he, he was a great man. I'm gonna miss him. You know, it was just like, yeah, be telling the truth. But you know, he still said he was my brother and I loved him. And you know, but Kendall all stepped up under fire and yeah. delivered a great eulogy. And yeah, and then I'm sure there would have been many times where he would have stepped up under fire and led the company through something or made a decision that would have been great. But he's also just he has he has he has really pronounced emotional weaknesses that will he will spiral out if if something doesn't quite if things don't quite go the way he wants and and they also uh, the boys particularly they suffer from a lack of confidence both of them uh, self doubt because they were undermined their whole lives right yeah self doubt uh, insecurity just all that they just yeah they just can't live up to logan and in that james cromwell speech we find out finally a little bit more about logan about how the guilt he had over someone he thought he killed which was his sister he thought he brought back polio and essentially killed his baby sister from that and that's where all the we saw the like lashes on his back in like one of the seasons you know scars and essentially his uncle beat him and you know so you like almost get emp- uh, empathy sympathy or whatever for logan and you you get to understand him more and and that i think is what turned rome into like oh my god now i gotta go up there and talk and and i love how they you know obviously kieran calkin he's a little guy and kind of sounds kiddish but like when he starts to talk he sounds like a little kid he's like my 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 dad like he, he like that the voice they like uh kieran does like it's just like wow like <laughs> he reverted to he went to like a child like yeah yeah. yeah, definitely. But yeah, I mean, that that, that whole, you know, uh, sequence was just, you know, brilliant for Kendall because, I mean, it showed everyone, okay, Kieran's the weak one. I mean, even though, you know, you, you should be understanding it's his father's funeral, but like Kendall was the one to step up and, you know, totally, he didn't even go off Kieran's or uh, Roman's notes. You know, he just spoke from the heart and showed that he can under pressure handle these things it's but, not just that it's also the investor conference where mm-hmm. roman because it was this totally stupid idea and you know basically fraudulent whatever <laughs> cooking the numbers uh about this and i still don't quite get oh, what, yes what yeah. that like senior living thing is yeah I, what I don't was that really quite get what the hell the what they were selling <laughs> But he won everybody. I mean, Roman's like, yeah, I don't think I want to do this, and uh, maybe you shouldn't either. And uh, but good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then and then uh, Kendall went out and nailed it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I, I don't want to forget. Uh, there was there was something. Speaking of pain, and can't forget Connor. Um, there was a line somewhere. I think it was right around when Willow was going to back out of the wedding or something. And Connor's like, I've never been loved in my life. He had that, that little bit of, and it's like, Oh man. Yeah. He's like, I'll just, I'll just take any love I can get. Even if I got to pay for it. basically. Oh yeah. He has that line. And then he also has a line at the end of that karaoke scene after Logan says, you're not serious people. He says something along those lines too. Um, 
I forget what it was. Like I'm used to being forgotten or something, yeah. something, something along those lines. And it's just like, yeah, you, you feel for this kid or this guy. He's like 20 years older than me, but uh, I said kid. Uh, I don't know why. Um, <laughs> because he's just chasing affection. I mean, his whole right. run for president was to feel like he's leading a movement of people who love him. And he, he feels like he can't let them down. Even if he had like, 10 people he's like oh i got these 10 and they they think i'm great so i gotta continue it it doesn't matter what the number is to him i think right. that's i think that's what the kid he's like my my one percent yeah fuck man i had zero percent now i got one well yeah. that's something <laughs> yeah that's something yeah it's yeah he's he's searching for something still with all, with all that money all that I mean, essentially power, you know, he still just feels empty and it's just, and even, even Kendall too, you know, he still has that, that emptiness to him. You know, he doesn't have a relationship with his kids. He, you know, so this company is all he has left and that end, end, you know, he, he just, he broke down saying, you know, to Shiv, if I don't have this, I'm, I'm going to die. And then that, that's when Roman brings the revelation of, you know, one of your kids is bought and the other was like some copy guy's kid or something like so <laughs> uh, and then that's what he like grabs him by the face and then it's like okay yeah kendall kendall you're not fit to do this <laughs> i almost thought he was gonna kill him i know i, I, I thought, thought something that was maybe that's happen. how it was gonna end he was just gonna kill him uh, now it, what's interesting about that about kendall's uh argument essentially we said like this is all i have or this is i have no purpose it's a terrible argument to make in front of your siblings right because they don't give a shit about what's important to you right but it's true to the character Mm -hmm. like he made the he made the right argument to the wrong people uh it's it's he's he was entirely correct that's all that was his purpose and he had he literally will have not he will have to f- somehow rebuild himself and find himself yeah now that he has got no connection to this company it won't persuade them they don't care but it was authentic to him do you think this was shiv's way of making sure they can just have a normal relationship now or do you think they're done no i think it was pure envy and disdain for him to she deemed him unworthy and she at the same time it's two things not he's unworthy i'm worthy since not since neither since i can't have it he's certainly not this fucking guy fuck it i don't care we're out the no that i like that that makes a lot of sense the what her turning point was, um, I, I would like to speculate with you, but uh, Mark uh, My- Mylod, Mark Mylod, I think I, that's how you pronounce it. He directed the episode. He said that the turn, her turning point was Kendall um, sitting in Logan's chair in that last episode. Like she saw him sitting in that chair, and that is what changed her mind. Like I. I can't handle this type of thing. Like this is, you're not worthy of this. Like, um, so, and, and it makes sense too, that if she knew that it was Tom that was going to take over, like she still would have some sort of, 
involvement in the company, you would think. Yeah, what's um, weird to me is I didn't I guess maybe I'm I must have misread this, but the conversation with Madsen and Tom, I didn't think that was final. And when Tom told Shiv, I wasn't sure that was true, but it was. But so I guess maybe that's what I was saying just a few minutes ago about how the how things change so quickly. That could have all to me that I guess I was at the point where this all could have been bullshit. But when Tom tells her it's me, well, he's I've heard so many times people saying it's me. Yeah, <laughs> that by, I know. It's like by the I, end when Tom is like, but there was no confirmation. So right. Did you believe it as you were watching it, or were you skeptical? Because I was like, I don't know about this. Well, yeah, at that point, I think I did just because. Well, when they when the siblings decided, okay, it's going to be Kendall. Like I was thinking, like this is too early in the episode for us to know now. Like it it it, it can't be Kendall. Like uh, not that I was fully thinking that, and I I wanted it to happen, but at the same time, you wanted like, it to happen. In a way, just because I don't know, I, I I've had a soft spot for Kendall. I don't know why. I just I wanted him to get his act together. I was always rooting for him. Like I was like, come on, man, you can you can beat this. You can. I don't think he ever he, changed. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't either. And that's the thing. Then that's why he didn't get it. He I think the only one yeah. of the three that changed was Roman. Roman, yeah, Ro- Roman changed. And Shiva, I don't think, changed, or Kendall. Khan, he, uh, Khan certainly never changed. He he called it how it was, though, Roman, at the end. It's all bullshit. This that, is was, all bu- that was that was serious growth as a character. Yeah. And it was and it was a recognition of Yeah, this is all this is all bullshit basically sums sums up what is we're just fucking rich bastards playing this stupid fucking game. We don't really deserve we we, we are not serious people. We should not be running this company. Holy fuck. Uh, what are we doing here? Let's just get our payout. And yeah. I'm still sad over this whole thing. And so, I mean, he went and he he got himself beaten up. Yeah. On purpose because he uh-huh. just couldn't handle the whole thing. He saw that it was just, it was just his way of just screaming out to the world. It was a cry for help. And he got it in the form of, you know, street thugs or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to take it out on someone or take my beating from someone kind right. of raging, raging bull style. Yes. Uh, oh, I love that. And yeah. of course, and it was, a, it was a, <laughs> it was a closer recognition to reality than anyone else in the show has grasped. What's your take on the, uh, hug him and Kendall's hug where Kendall like is pushing his like wound against his shoulder and, uh, basically <laughs> breaking open his stitches. He did it. His, well, he ended up break, busting one in his face too, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't it, you like like symbolism, like brother, you wound me, or uh, uh, we're always going to. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, like doing this to each. This is what we do, kind of a thing. We yeah, we, we like just, we're always clawing at each other. And yeah, we're, each other. we always are emotionally clawing at each other. This is me physically doing it to you. Like yeah. that was when he was freaking out because he saw Jerry and he's like, "Oh, it should have been me." Yeah, and then like yeah, yeah. I don't know, was that him? You know, just like. Well, because even Roman was pulling himself into him too. Like it wasn't like he was trying to pull away. Um, I don't know if he was trying to make the scar look worse. So it's like that- when you it's like when you see someone 
embrace and then they stab them. It's very it's it it sounds yeah. As, as I'm describing it, it's very classical. Like mm-hmm. like you bring in Shakespearean, your, which we've never read. Uh, Shakespearean. Yeah. All I know is Julius Caesar. That's that's the yeah. only one I know. Where you bring someone, or uh, not in this case, but where you hug so you hug your enemy and then stab them. You know, kind of a thing. Yeah. It's, I, uh, it's dramatic and intimate, and I kind of like that. I like no, that, I do too. That yeah. intimacy of of your of knowing your enemy. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it goes back to the old saying: we hurt the ones we love the most. You know, it's uh, I mean that that was a physical hurt. Um, so yeah, there was, uh, yeah, I mean, it was definitely symbolism, and um, I just don't know in in real life what that meant like if it was just like a real thing like was he making the wound seem worse to be like okay i'm helping you to show that you're really hurt and that's why you're not taking over something i don't know opening Um, old wounds i don't know yeah yeah there's lots here there's there's a lot of in in some ways the show is sometimes very shallow but also you can tell it's deeply thought about and even to your point where it's just sometimes people just talking and maybe you're you you have to sometimes pause the dot. Wait, what did they just say? And you go back, right. and you okay. So it's about this thing and that thing that that's this guy other said, and because there's this situation with the stock and then there's this price and whatever. Because you're but what especially the negotiate with Madsen. What? Because I remember my my wife was like, "What the hell?" Because <laughs> they want yeah. they wanted one whatever one twenty whatever, and they got to this number and the twelve whatever. But but still, when you think of when you and again our really been our mantra for forever character 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 we've been saying we've been we've been beating this drum forever it's people just in rooms talking this is 90 percent of the show now we've got nice scenery nice settings great camera work everything looks beautiful always and they do enough to to change up what we're looking at visually to engage us but it's just dialogue and yeah why and and this is kind of House of the Dragon feel to me, where that show is nearly all dialogue until you get some dragon action, and yeah. you're you're enraptured all of it, and so that's a credit to the show, uh, and that deserves the highest marks because <laughs> we're not going into a comic book movie where it's just right. stuff flying around. Not that we don't love comic book movies, but well, this is another this is another level. Well, I kept uh, this last episode. I was like that, like it almost seemed like they were teasing us, like like with Kendall swimming out in the ocean, and then like them talking about murdering him. And I was just like, wait, are, are they? Yeah, like are they gonna like? Is he gonna die? And then I was like, then I told my wife, I was just like this isn't that type of show like no one's gonna like it's not like we're like oh who's gonna die this episode you know who's gonna like it's not like a game of thrones it's like logan dying made sense you know he was an old man and had a heart attack and you know that's that's what happens i was just like it's not that type of show no one no one's gonna die but then i was questioning myself i was like wait are they <laughs> i mean i wouldn't put it past these people to kill him right yeah i mean they're capable yeah, they're they're uh, they're as they're morally bankrupt enough to kill him. I mean, they're it's not it's it's a legit question to think in your mind, and I think the writers do a good job of making you making you think it's a possibility. And yeah. we also have this this kind of underground or under level menace of these protesters going on in New York that that of course that 
Roman threw himself into. Mm-hmm. But it's like, is there a revolution happening? Is there right. going to be like, are we going back to like the it's echoes of the 2020 uh, uh, protests and. It also reminded me of the end. Reminded me of the end of uh, Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joker and Dark Knight Rises and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah. Ultimately, no one died, so that's good. Um, so I mean, as a, in regards to a finale, I mean, would would you say this was a strong series finale? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It yeah. ended. It ended at the right time. Got us to a place where we kind of thought we were gonna be a while ago, but. Um, show the characters go through a lot i don't know what i guess what's left unsaid and left unresolved is what's going to happen to them but you know i don't know we'll we'll just see because we got a glimpse of their i think the trio is done i think they're i feel like they're all going to go their separate ways yeah i don't know i really don't we, we we know for at least for shiv she's gonna still be married to tom superficially Maybe seriously, they have a kid on the way. We don't know uh, what's going to happen there. At least we know the kid's coming. What future her, future for Kendall? I have no idea. I think he'll probably try to start some bullshit company. Uh, might work, might not. I don't know. He might just pull a rabbit out of his ass and impress everyone, and it'll be a success. I can see that very much. I can also yeah. see him getting back on drugs and crashing and burning. Uh, Roman, I think he's going to go away somewhere. Yeah. Try to he's... find himself. But I think he is free. Like I think he feels the most free and is he's like, All right, it's over, I'm done. Yeah. Like I can just ride off into the sunset. He doesn't have any internal pressure. He can go any he can I feel like he can find happiness with an island woman in the South Pacific. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I see with it. Like just live have money, live like okay and just find find love. Connor, I think, is going to keep doing what he's doing until he's dead. Yeah. Um, Shiv, I think, is going to keep doing what she's doing until she's dead. Kendall, as as I mentioned, yeah, I I think. Yeah, he. Yeah. What he what, could die any moment. Do you have any Do you have any thoughts? Any contradictory or disagreements or no, what, what do you see for these characters going forward? Like, I mean, like looking over the horizon for them. Yeah. What about Greg? Where's he going to be in 20 years? Yeah, Greg will be, again, a a Tom. He'll either grow in the company because he sticks close to Tom or he'll marry uh, a princess from Italy like he was going to (laughs) in season three. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, he's always going to look for and try to find the best scenario for him you know it if it means it's not it's never going to be working too hard it's just going to be kissing ass and uh getting in with the right people and he's going to learn from tom like tom said information is like fine wine you hoard it you store it and then you bash someone's face with it so in a lot of ways none of this has anything to do with being a being good at your being good at your job means the ability to blackmail someone mm-hmm. or to so I think this is one of the yeah when you get to this level in in the corporate world, yeah, it's about who you can stab in the back, what information you can hoard, what information you can use to against them, 
whose ass you can kiss. Right. Um, and it shows yeah. this sort of as a king in a way, uh, a parallel to a king, a, a king's court, which is we, we haven't really evolved past it. Not that I guess I, I, whatever you think of it, but this is just 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 our modern day analogy to a king's court. Yeah. It's people who hold power and those who can fight to gain power for themselves to either leverage over others or gain favor or others who hold power over us. Yep. And that's it. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed in thousands of years. There's, uh, you know, money doesn't buy happiness, but um, I'd take it any day. Um, it sure makes things easier. That's How long sure. does Tom last as CEO? Uh, as long as... Um, Where's Tom in 20 years? he's successful still he's uh, the only thing again he he got caught up in that whole uh information he had in the first season um i don't think he would do anything that's again i i don't think he's as bad of a person as you were making him out to be um but he will stab people in the back uh, which doesn't make you a good person, but in regards to the law, things like that, I do think <laughs> he'll do things by the book and all that. So legal, um, but not... Um, yes, yeah, okay. legal, but not, yeah, someone you might not want to be friends with unless you're looking to get uh, on top. <laughs> um, I don't know. Is yeah, he still married I, to Shiv? Uh, I mean, no. I mean, the, the uh, it's a fifty percent divorce rate, and uh, billionaires definitely uh, get divorced a lot too. So, well, Logan um, has what three wives and then yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's no way him and Shift make it. That's for sure. Uh, I uh, think quick most quick for the second wife. I forget her name. Oh man, what a oh what a what a cold woman. And her husband, like what, what were they were like trying to pitch to the kids at that at that last uh, episode? Like what what were they? The pitching to them, and then like, as the kids are le- as the kids are leaving, he has this really nasty reaction to her. He says something like uh, "fuck off" with I don't know. He like is like really abusive thing that it was like just it was for like a half a second. I'm like, whoa, this guy's an asshole. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I but yeah, where Tom ends up, yeah, I mean it's uh it is. As long as Lucas keeps him, you know, it'll be fine. But yeah, Lucas fudging numbers uh, in India and stuff like that goes to show me that that company probably won't even last. So, um, but yeah, Succession, man. Great show. I definitely am going to rewatch it because, yeah, I just, I I forget what happened in a lot of it. So it'll be fresh to me. Um, We talked character this entire episode. We barely talked plot. Uh, and this is a lesson for anyone, um, viewer, critic, writer, anything. The fact that we, we, I don't know how long we've been talking because I don't have the clock in front of me, but we really just, just talked people. Uh, I said, I said, let's keep this 45 minutes so it'll be 90 minutes. And yeah, we've, been talking, we've been talking about an hour and a half. So. Oh God, it doesn't, doesn't feel that uh, long because there's so many layers and they've, and they it didn't matter really what happened in the finale or where in a lot of ways the story could have the story could have ended up in 30 different ways yeah and it doesn't it doesn't change my well it would have maybe changed my opinion a little bit but it doesn't affect it it was less important than 
how then what happened to the characters, how they developed, it, the way they reacted. It made sense that none of the kids won to me. I mean, it just it, it made sense. Logan was the glue. He was he was he was the brains behind the company. His kids were not serious people. Yeah. And that speaks to him too. He wasn't a great father, you know, just because you were great at building a company doesn't mean you're great at building a family. Uh under underrated underrated comment of the what a yeah. That deserves some stewing over. Um, there's nothing really more to say than that, but that is Yeah, I'm very proud of what I just said just how there, good of how good of a king are you if you can't groom a successor? That's yeah, a, if you, that's a yeah, great if question. If you can't control your own family yeah i'll I'll, yeah because that's part that's part of your job your job isn't just to build your kingdom your job is to is to ensure your own legacy yeah we could all learn a lot from ned stark but yeah that's succession um and yeah uh loved it hbo max i need to watch barry have you watched barry i've watched it i finished it i love it i've got a hot take i almost love it more than succession really As, as a season or I'm sorry, as a series, I haven't watched any of um the this past season, this last season. So season four starts a little weird, and I think ends great. And I think Barry is phenomenal at at least at the level of quality of Succession, doing great character work again in literally half the runtime. Would that be a dark comedy as well? More of a dark comedy, I'd say. Succession is more of a drama, dark comedy, and drama, yeah. what, uh, Barry and is a dark comedy. Barry, Barry operates in this really weird place where it's deeply, deeply serious, uh, you know, very violent, but also almost cartoon-like farce, farcical. Yeah, <laughs> as it goes through, and it's it strikes it's it's a show unlike any other, or at least very few other. Um, in the way it, it it's able to find that balance of silliness, really craziness, uh, and it, in the way that it allows crazy scenes to just sit, you know, long takes of usually violence uh, and choreographed in a way. And, and, yeah. Yeah. And so, yes, I'm not going to get into this anymore, but yes, Barry's great. Love Barry. Love Barry so much. Uh, and so if you find yourself behind on season four like yourself i think the first episode or two might feel just a little weird and you don't know what's happening just marinate on it let it let it happen you'll love it so yeah uh succession again uh love the show uh wish only reason i'm glad they ended when they did wish there was there was more do we just want more shows like this (laughs) it doesn't matter what it is but like you you kind of you misunderstood me earlier but it gave me a a thought like a a young logan series would be (laughs) awesome like that that would be great no 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 no. i want the full godfather 2 treatment i want to see (laughs) i want i want one season where they're in present day and then were they flashing at what every you know half of every episode is present day and the other half is Logan yeah. young Logan Roy. <laughs> I mean we got the polio story. Let's just just do the whole fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, Let's do it. Yeah, we yeah, we do have the polio story. That's right. Even Vito Corleone was uh uh quarantined yeah, for yeah. uh what small not smallpox, one one of the pox. Yeah, I think. Like poxes. yeah. He said uh, quarant- <laughs> this is this is ripe for God, just do it. I mean, I know. Just, just tip your just cap do and it. do it. 
But uh, but yeah, Succession, <laughs> great, amazing show. Um, you can follow us at Blockbuster Cast. I am at BC Cord. Dave is at Dave underscore Quist. Uh, at Blockbuster Mentality is our Instagram. Blockbustermentality.com is where you can find all of it. 